message that you think this new phone's coming Wednesday. Why do you think that? I don't know. Is this the show? <laughs> people have said mid-April. Um, yeah, some this people, is the show. I, you should tell me uh, so I start recording. <laughs> Dan, start recording. Okay. Um, this is the show. Dan, is this your first podcast? No. Of the day? <laughs> yes um i believe this guy john prosser i don't know what his track record is said he thought it'd be the 15th um other people have also said mid april the 15th i don't know if you've looked is mid april so where the ides of april john i'm I'm trying but uh i don't know we'll see i guess i i am i am just i am i am so beaten down by this topic that i can't if it doesn't show I can't up get excited anymore. tomorrow, do you just give up? Is that the end? Yeah, I just burn my existing phone, and that's um, the wrong, that's the wrong approach. And go go back to go back to rotary dial. Mm. That's where you have a smartphone, and you just spin it around <laughs> in a chair. I sit in the chair, and I become the rotary dial. Oh, I like the sound of that. Yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> Uh, but however, right now I am waiting. I am awaiting delivery of an Apple product. What? And it's Dan's. What? It's Dan's fault. Did we clear this? <laughs> you, well, I would think that you cleared it since you're the one who texted me early in the morning and said that Whoops. there were great deals, great deals on <laughs> Mac Minis to be had. Listeners of other podcasts I'm on should note that never to believe me when it comes to saying I have great deals in anything. <laughs> but, but but before you get to your refurbished Mac Mini that's on order, are you optimistic enough about tomorrow as we record this that you will get up early to see if there's something for you to order? I will not get out of bed, but I will roll over and look. But you'll, you'll will you set an alarm or you just when you wake up you'll look? No, I'll probably just you know I'll probably do, I'll probably wake up at some point by you know. Roughly six. Would o'clock. you consider taking Dan off? Do not disturb just for tomorrow, so that if he no. sees you, he can text. Okay. <laughs> Do you want no, us to call you, you? guys? Would uh, either one of you? I am quite certain will abuse the privilege. If we call you, will it go through? <laughs> no, it will not. What if we call you repeatedly? Um, I don't know. I may turn that off. This is an emergency, John. Uh, Your phone's available. Are you ju- are you, you're just trying to get through the system, aren't you? Yep, that's right. Just to wake me up early. Just for that reason, okay. I, I wouldn't be. I don't know. Yeah, no. I'll I, uh, I'll I'll roll over and look, but um, yeah. I'm not. I don't think I'll set an alarm. Okay, I'm not planning on that. Tell us about this Mac Mini. What will you do with this Mac Mini? <laughs> um, I needed a new Plex server. Uh, my current Plex server is a 2011 MacBook Air, which is not a great machine for that job, and it often it often struggles to you know when do, when it's encoding stuff translating whatever it is transcoding and transcoding <laughs> anyway when it's, you're making when it's up trying to now. make it so that my ipad can actually watch the video that it's trying to watch it struggles mightily with things that are you know like 1080p so well i um, i don't know john i cannot recommend highly enough that you should uh take it apart as many times as possible tinker with it until it eventually dies on you <laughs> i've had great luck with that approach that's my plan I mean, I don't, I don't want to that's start the, the relationship with this machine that way, but eventually it's going to end up there. That's for sure. Every every relationship ends up there, Dan. <laughs> there will be blood. <laughs> um, I I bought a new uh, Roku 
during this quarantine um, because we'd been watching something or another on my, uh, I don't remember what, oh, I think we were watching Onward from Disney Plus and the, just the, the Roku that we have down in the theater is just such, uh, it's old and it's just so slow. It's like if you tried to use like the original iPhone now and launch stuff and you were admiring how you could watch the loading animation, which I think you don't notice on typical apps on an iPhone today in 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was just so frustrating and maddening and like you would tap a button on the remote and then five seconds later the cursor moves and I just got frustrated and ordered a replacement. But like mm. I, I like the Amazon Fire Stick. I like the Roku and I was like, I'm gonna take whichever one is cheaper on Amazon right now. And it was the Roku, which also shipped quickly. I guess because it's an emergency item. How much was the Roku? I think I paid thirty five dollars. Yeah. This is like, like this is we've talked about this before, but you know, the Apple T V is <laughs> ridiculously overpriced. Yeah, I don't know if 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 my Apple TV broke tomorrow, would I would I cave and buy a Roku or a Fire Stick? I don't even know. Yes, would I? <laughs> yes. Would I though? Does the and does the Roku now have a Apple TV app? You know, that's a great question to which I do not know the answer. Well, we could probably figure that out, but it still doesn't do AirPlay, right? No, it wouldn't do. I don't think it does AirPlay, but actually, I don't know that either. Because some of the, the Apple t- TV app. So there, there's an Apple TV app for in terms of watching Apple TV shows. Yes, if that's what you're asking. Yes, that's yes, what, yes, yeah, that no, that's what I'm. Right. That's what I'm referring to. Well, okay. problem solved. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to AirPlay to a Roku, I don't think you can do that. I think there are ways you can equivalent of AirPlay to the Amazon Fire Stick by installing yes, apps, but only certain apps support it natively. And I don't think you Man, can there do are, that. There are quite a. Few, they have quite a few. They have quite the. Um, there's a number of these devices. So, so I'm sorry, you got the thirty dollar one. Yeah, I got one that was thirty or thirty-five bucks. That's right. There's the there's the Roku Express HD streaming media player 2019. That sounds like what I was. <laughs> this week's I'm, I'm, episode is yeah, brought the names to you roll by... very trippingly off the tongue, don't they? Yeah, I got the. That's exactly it. The Roku Express HD streaming media player 2019. It was okay. twenty nine dollars. Watch your mouth, Lex. Yeah. It is. St- it is still twenty nine dollars. I only have one TV, so I don't need another streaming device. <laughs> How many smart speakers do you have? A, a lot. You only have one TV. <laughs> John, I, I live in a one-bedroom house. <laughs> Where's the second TV even go? I think right now we have four. Yeah, yeah my my apartment is very small. Four. One of them is barely used. Actually, I did use I used this one, the one that was in the basement. I was exercising in the basement the other day, and it's a 720p. It's like a 55-inch 720p TV, which is really something. And it uh, has a... Has, a generation two Apple TV hooked up to it, which was, that was an exercise in trying to figure out what I could actually watch on that device. You got me thinking, what was the most number of televisions we had in my house growing up? I think it was four. I think that was the maximum because we had one in the living room. We had one in the kitchen. My parents had one in their bedroom. And then sometimes I had one in my bedroom, but like not, not unbroken because uh, I was going to say two, but I think, yeah, we had three because we had one in the kitchen, too. Yeah, I don't know how many we had. We used to up. watch Star Trek. Every, uh, Star Trek was on every night at 6 o'clock in the New York area. And uh, we got we got so good at what uh, <laughs> we could name the episode, like, right when it started up. Yeah, <laughs> within like the first Within, like, the first 30 seconds. Ooh, that's pretty good. That was I, the, that I, was the, yeah, the originals, not the, you know. I, don't, I couldn't, it was never that good with TNG, but. 
I wanted to well, I, and listen. If Dan wants to watch TV like in his bedroom or something, he's got an iPad. He's got he's got he's, his True. whole house is wallpapered with iPads. Yeah. But I wanted to ask you guys: Have you signed up for any app trials while you're stuck at home? Like I'm bringing this up because I signed up for the Peloton app oh free God. trial because it's 90 days i didn't get the bike i just i just did the app because they have a whole bunch of classes ah. and like you can do the cardio class or whatever and so i've been doing have you done any of those i have done uh cardio classes 11 days in a row since wow I free trial. wow look at this guy all right i'm impressed i'm impressed yeah. Yeah, i'm all muscle now just so you know <laughs> i briefly signed up for audible at one point because i was thinking i I had sort of exhausted the stuff that I sometimes listened to when I was going to sleep. And I was like, oh, I'll get some audiobooks and I'll just like of books I've read and just sort of like listen to that. And I literally never listened to any of them. So I was like, yep, I'm canceling that. <laughs> that was a waste. <laughs> yeah. But I tend to sign up for streaming services. It's, it sounded like you had bad blood with Peloton. You, like you didn't uh, believe in it or you just you fitness things in general. Oh, well, no, I, that was me believing in you. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no i just that was one of the things where it's like we all you know signing up for things like aspirationally and it's like yeah i'm gonna sign up for this like you know it's like sign up for a gym right like oh, sign up for the gym go to the gym all the time i have a gym membership more i did go to the gym more, more so, when the gym was open <laughs> yeah. well, my co-hosts on this podcast uh work from home full-time I normally have to do a lengthy commute every day. So for me, I have four found hours every workday, and I can sleep later than I ever get to sleep, still do a workout, and then start work earlier <laughs> than I normally would be able to. So that's where I'd be able to like, fit into my lifestyle right now. I have no idea yeah. how I would continue this once I'm allowed out of my house again. That seems to be the problem. I have to mm -hmm. solve that one. But for as long as I'm stuck home, I can do it. All right. Fair. Yeah. I actually have less. I have less time. <laughs> <laughs> the exercise <laughs> because hank is home and i have to help homeschool hank so it's <laughs> yeah yeah so lex you asked me earlier about the number of smart speakers in my house and i did want to mention that there was a story this week uh from our good old friend mr mark german <laughs> which mentioned that there might be a uh, uh i think a, lo a low cost smaller home pod yeah in the works which, if there's anything that we thought it was that the HomePod was too big. Actually, it is kind of big. It's a little big. It's a little big. Uh, but it's definitely too expensive. Well, as, I guess, yeah. I think it's the, the price, many, it's many the price discounts, that everybody would agree is. The many, many discounts have shown. Yeah. yeah. The HomePod, that's the, the one, that's the one that's built on the Apple TV OS now, as opposed to yeah, iOS. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, apparently. They, I guess they switched it. I mean, that wasn't just like a reveal, right? They actually changed... Yeah, the architecture. Yeah, the operating system that it was based on. Although which I is kind of believe TVOS was also at some point based on iOS, so... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not that... Right, they're they're underneath the hood. They're probably pretty similar. They're all, they're all brothers <laughs> from the same Apple mother. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird way of putting it, but okay. Would a lower price one change either of your minds about the HomePod? I'm guessing. No, because I got so many Sonoses. I'm all in. John doesn't want anything that, that listens um, to him. It depends. Oh, well, there's I, a like, crack I don't, in the wall I there. I'm fine with my Sonos. I'm, I like my Sonos quite a bit, even though it's a very old one. Well, I guess possibly because it's a very old one. It doesn't. I mean, I know you can get one without the Alexa stuff, um, but uh, yeah. it doesn't have that, and that's that's good for me. 
Uh, I might consider a cheap HomePod at some point. I thought I thought I was going to buy one when it first came out, um, and then I you really the you I really let us it, down the there, I, John. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I have yours. I'm keeping it's it warm for you. It's a long string, yeah. It's a long string of letdowns. <laughs> Apple had definitely modeled that Moltz was going to buy one, so it screwed some numbers up somewhere. That's, that's yeah. definitely a problem. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I use mine a decent amount as AirPlay speaker still, but I don't spend that much. I still don't have them on to listen for commands because I found that too much of a problem. Even, even the Echo is a problem with that sometimes. And the Sonos One, man, that device. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it is literally the worst smart speaker I've ever used. Oh, yes. It's, yes, it's, and, yes. And I don't know why. And, and I, it vacillates wildly. I think the last time I talked about my Sonos, I mentioned that it was showing what it was playing on the on the lock screen again on my phone. And then now that's gone again. Yeah, I never had that show up again. I, I, I had the same thing. I, I did have it return briefly. Yeah. Weird. And okay. and, it, and it, the crazy thing is they they say that it's not possible or like, you know, their their verbiage is like because of changes Apple's made, we can no longer support. It's like <laughs> I just think don't it want to. to AirPlay, <laughs> but I'm not sure. Well, so the way that AirPlay this this annoys me. And I wrote a thing that was kind of tangential to this a few weeks back. But what annoys me is they changed the behavior in iOS 13 of how the HomePods work. So it used to be if you AirPlayed something from your phone to your HomePods, you're still es- still essentially playing on the phone and broadcasting right. to the HomePods. As of iOS 13, if you AirPlay something on the HomePods, it essentially like moves it to the HomePod, which I find really fucking irritating because I will... If you want to like listen to something, you're like, oh, I'm listening to an album. I'm going to listen to it on the HomePod. All right. I'm going to, you know, when again, when you were allowed to leave the house, uh, I'm going to go walk, go for a walk and pick up my album right where I left off. No, your HomePod is now like seven tracks ahead because it is, it is, it moved. <laughs> the playback moved to the HomePod. And it's like, I don't understand. And, and the problem is that's not how any other AirPlay speaker works. So if I do it because if I like move it to the Sonos one, which has AirPlay, uh, and then I stop. It's still been playing on the phone the whole time. It didn't move to the Sonos. I wonder now. Now that we discussed that, I wonder if that is a symptom of the moving to TVOS thing, because that's similar to how the Apple TV mm. work. Because like, there's now if works I pop with, up that works with music when you play music. Yeah, because if you pop yeah. up the playback control and control center, there are like different blocks essentially for like your phone and other AirPlay compatible devices on the network. And so my Apple TV shows up there, and the HomePod shows up there. Um, so I wonder if that maybe that's it was more of a HomePod change than iOS change. Either way don't like it um yeah and the other problem i've had recently with the homepod which was not an issue before was that it gets confused about the pair the stereo pair a lot like i'll tell it to play something on the office and it'll start playing and it'll just be on one speaker and then if i like pause it on the homepod and start playing it again it'll be on both and it's like all right I also have <laughs> I, I have i have similar complaints about audio and stereo but for a minute before we just do more belly aching about audio, can't we also celebrate what's good in audio, Dan? Can't we? Yes, do I. You know what? There's great <laughs> stuff in audio, Lex. There's great stuff. Tell us about something. This episode of the Rebound is brought to you by SoundSource from our friends at Rogue Amoeba. Here's what I like about doing this ad. I use SoundSource all the time, and when 
uh, our friends were asking us, hey, would you be willing to do ads for Rogue Amoeba, specifically for SoundSource? They can give you a code. I was like, I don't need a code. I already use SoundSource. And they were like, and, and when we were that. kidding about Mark Gurman being a friend, we we're actually very serious about <laughs> yeah, that's right. the people like, at Rogue legit, Amoeba being legit. friends. SoundSource. SoundSource is a sound control utility so good. It should be built into Mac OS, although that would be bad for Rogue Amoeba's business. Whether you listen to podcasts, blast music, or stream video, SoundSource is for everyone and anyone who uses audio on their Mac. I, I, how long have you been using SoundSource, Dan? Oh, year. I think I've been using it since the very first version um, it, because it gives me the ability to control a bunch of stuff that isn't by default in the sound menu in macOS. Like, for example, you want to get like uh, change your audio input so you can change your output in the sound menu, but you can't change your input unless you hold down the option key, which is annoying. Why not just show that there? Because what I want to do is change the input a lot. Uh, so SoundSource makes that super easy. Yeah, and it's honestly, it's like everything else that Rogue makes. It's it's smart and intuitive, and it just freaking yeah. works. And it's like it's like magic. It's like little little sound maintenance wizardry on your Mac. Uh, you get per app audio control, letting you change the volume of any app and route individual apps to different audio devices. Uh, for better sound quality, you can boost volume levels, add an equalizer, and even apply advanced audio units to any audio on your Mac. You can get fast access to your Mac's audio devices. No digging around in system preferences when you need to adjust things. And if you have a display port or HDMI device that doesn't offer volume adjustment, SoundSource can help. I That might be one of my favorite features because I think many nerds among us have connected some sort of device or other where it's like, no, I'm going to give you the stupid grayed out message when you try yeah, to use the, the volume worst. keys. Uh, but it gives those devices a proper, a popular, a proper volume slider. <laughs> it's also popular. And the super volume keys feature makes your keyboard volume controls work as well. I love that feature. So All of this power is available right from your menu bar with SoundSource. Visit macaudio.com slash rebound. Check it out. Paul's going to be checking to see how many uh, visitors we send, so please do it. <laughs> macaudio.com slash rebound. Download a free trial and get 20% off with the coupon code rebound. One more time, I do need you to stop whatever it is that you're doing and go to this website right now. <laughs> Kapasis knows where all three of us live. That's right, macaudio.com slash rebound. Because if you don't, we're going to hear about it. Yeah. Uh, and coupon code rebound. Our thanks to the audio wizards at Rogue Amoeba for sponsoring the show. I've reloaded their site at least 17 times now. <laughs> <laughs> oh good good okay but still but still everybody listen yeah keep going go. keep going keep yeah. going buy it for everyone you know you don't have to buy just visit it right. conversions are his problem <laughs> visits are our you're problem. gonna want to buy it though you will it's fantastic uh so my complaint yeah on audio at home go so I, i've got a sonos uh play base that's their like mm. base sound bar uh base b-a-s-e like you can put your tv on top of it so i've got that and then i had two older sonos play ones that mm-hmm. i use as my rear speaker um, I even had like little notches built into my wall so I could with outlets and I could put the two Sonos speakers in there. So they're my, my left and right rear channels. But the way the room is set up, those rear channels aren't behind me. They're like in line with where you sit. They're in line with where you're sitting on the couch. And you guys know how TV is these days where dialogue is always quieter than you want it to be in the background music and sound effects, or whatever, are super loud. And I often, if I'm watching TV on that TV in my family room, it's when my kids are asleep and their rooms are right above. So I don't want it to be super loud. You want, you want to crank it? Like, you want to crank it is what you're saying. I don't want to crank it. Oh, okay. And Sorry. then I'm like... My mistake. And no, you were close. But what I was like, oh, why don't I just not do it in surround? Why don't I just make it all be in unison? Why don't I have these rear speakers also play what the front speakers are playing, which Sonos allows me to do? Except for some reason when I do that, the volume control on my remote only controls the play bass oh. and does not control the other two. So if I want to like turn the volume down, I suddenly can't. And then like you turn the TV on at night and it's really loud and then it's horrible. 
And oh my so god! I don't yeah. have a solution. You know That's what? I'm problem. I'm with you on this one, Lex. And I I have a similar a similar issue with the Apple TV, which is lately like so. If my my wife is working and we're in the living room. And I'll sometimes be watching something and she'll be like, all right, do you mind putting on headphones? And I was like, yeah, it's fine. It's no problem because there's the AirPlay support on the Apple TV makes that really easy. However, what I discovered took me forever to figure this out. Uh, so I would put the AirPods in and I would pair them with the TV and the audio would start coming through and I would go to use my Logitech Harmony to adjust the volume. But because I have a receiver hooked up and that's what it controls when it's set to it, it doesn't do jack for the AirPod volume. Oh, right, and then I yeah. sat there and went, wait a second. How the hell do I control the volume in the AirPods? Ah, you have to use the Apple TV remote. The volume control on that adjusts Mm -hmm. the volume on the AirPods, but you can't change it from your phone and you can't change it from my universal remote. And that took me a long time to figure out. And it like makes sense. Does the phone does the phone app not change the volume? I don't think so. I not one not when you're paired to the TV. I've never actually tried that. I mean, I wonder if the volume buttons work. Yeah, maybe the, the volume, volume buttons, buttons work the in the remote. Work in the uh, app. Yeah, it's not the volume buttons on the phone, but yeah, the ones that are in like the TV remote or like in the control center. Maybe I'll test those next time. Yeah. But like, I was like casting around, I was like I can barely hear anything on this, and I was like, I don't know where to turn the volume up. There's too many controls. Because <laughs> <laughs> God knows, I never use that yeah, fucking Apple things, TV remote. These things are why nobody uses the TV except for me. Yeah, uh, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I my. My wife, like, I've mainly gotten her into, like, all right, here's how you turn it on and play the Switch. And, like, she doesn't really care about anything besides that. Yeah. Well, that's that's good, though. You know, that's that's what you need, right? That's the what I need. What I need. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I had some um, fun experiences using some new tools this week, including a new, uh, an Apple app that I had never used before uh, that I didn't even know existed. I was trying to figure out, so I... Was I, it the one that figures out if you have COVID-19? It wasn't that one. <laughs> and i probably don't <laughs> no i was uh i was producing some ebooks uh trying to build some ebooks that i could put out on various ebook stores including the apple bookstore and did you use ibooks publisher yeah it's not ibooks pu- it's called itunes producer or something oh got it yeah it but it, like essentially in order to you can't just upload an ebook through their website because that would make too much sense which is literally how every other publishing site like kindle kobo google play uh barnes and noble all of them let you upload your ebook via the the web browser which makes perfect sense but like i went in it's like got a place in the like itunes connect for like my books and you're like great i'll go to my books it's like you don't have any books it's like cool can i add a book nope you can't do that here what the fuck eventually i rooted around long enough to find out no you have to download this separate app and then like put your book together in that app, like drag the epub in put all the metadata in and then use that app to upload it to the itunes system and i'm like what the fuck is this be honest be honest is it annoying that you have to go over to like kobo and barnes and noble and whatever else when you know like 99 percent of the downloads are going to come off amazon (laughs) Yeah, it's so producing it in f- that many different places gave me a lot of respect for people who do this more regularly. And also now collecting the stats from all of those places. I don't know if there is a tool that like just basically logs into your accounts and grabs your stats, but that would make my life so much easier um, because logging into each of those independently is stupid. And also they're all terrible in their own way. Um, my personal favorite story is that on the Kindle, only on the Kindle. All the other bookstores I used were fine. You cannot make an ebook free on Amazon. <laughs> you can you must charge at least 99 cents for it. 
However, there's a loophole, which is that if you then sell, like if you essentially Amazon price matches. So if you go in and say, this book is free on all of these other stores, <laughs> they oh. will lower it to free. However, <laughs> the loophole on that is per country. So if you <laughs> you have to oh send them the it. links, like, so I sent the links in and it's like, oh, it's free in the US store now. Great. I didn't really think about it. And then like people from the UK and Brazil were like, oh yeah, it's still like the equivalent of 99 cents in our stores. I was like, oh, fuck. I have to go to the individual <laughs> Apple bookstores and set and paste the links. Well, I'm just going to do this as it comes up now because it's so stupid. <sighs> so anyways, I learned a lot. <laughs> That's crazy. It, was this all a way crazy. just to advertise your new free available? Oh, did I there? not mention I yeah, have yeah, new a, free hey, ebooks available? <laughs> yeah, you should go available to, wherever ebooks are given away for free. <laughs> yes, yeah, basically, <laughs> and and not and not. <laughs> go to my site, dmoran.com. You'll find them there, or else, or else. Uh, I want to go back to that Mark Gurman piece though, because there were a couple other things in there that were potentially interesting, including uh, what the next iPhone might look like, uh, because it sounds like rectangular. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like they're going back to an iPhone 5 style uh, slash current iPad Pro style. Yeah. Flat screens. I was just making flat, a joke. Flat, flat screens? Are the, the screens not flat on the current iPhones? They Well, on the iPhone 11 and the 10, they curve at the edge oh, because it's yeah. rounded, right? right? So right. instead, they're going back. It sounds like they're going back to something more like the new iPad Pros where it's just a flat, yeah. more rectangular thing. Yes, Lex, I know you're kidding, but you're right amazing i know it almost never happens um <laughs> three cameras on the back the lidar <sighs> system that came out with the ipad pro apparently a slightly larger panel on the whatever the max version is and then it says apple is investigating removing the notch but it sounds like it's only going to reduce the size this year rather than can we also acknowledge how how much of a cop out that sort of rumor is to say Apple is considering doing this thing. Now, if they do it or don't do it, you're right. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. I'm just saying, well, they can only make it so small, right? Cause like at the end of the day, you got to have that earpiece for the phone in there. And there's, I don't think unless that's just like screen all around it, which presents its own issues. I don't know how you deal with that. And you've got the camera too. So I assume you can make them smaller, but I'm not sure you can get rid of it entirely. I mean, if you think about your MacBook Pro, you can't see its speaker grills, right, on a MacBook Pro laptop. I don't have a MacBook Pro. I don't know. <laughs> they hide that like it's like it's under the keyboard. So they, I don't ah, know. Ah, put it There's under the slight. keyboard of the iPhone is what you're saying. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Hmm. That's smart. Say what you said again. What? I'm saying like on a MacBook Pro, I'll send a photo to you guys. Like you can't. I don't know where the speaker is. Oh, I'm just wrong. You don't know where the speaker is. Like on the on the smaller MacBook Pro, right, where there's not where they don't have the speaker grills around the keyboard. Oh, you know what I'm talking about the smaller one. I have, well, I have the 13 inch, but did they change I've it? I've been it, drinking because because the because the, um, the, the I have the speaker grills on the sides. I feel like there's a, <laughs> at least one or two Apple laptops where you don't have a visual speaker. There are so the okay. I believe well, then, just ignore everything I said. <laughs> no, no, okay. I think I think. <laughs> I think that was true for certain. So, for example, the Air does not have a speaker grill on the top case. The older Air, anyways. Um, yeah. Does not. That uh, I remember. And I think the 12-inch MacBook didn't either. And they either had them... I can't remember now if it was under the keyboard. Because I think you are right that some of them were under the keyboard at one point. But they also put them in the hinge sometimes. Oh 
That's right. That's what I was going to say. Okay. I thought it was in the hinge. Or Frankly, anything. I don't even. These might be cosmetic. I don't even know if these work. Yeah, it's just a bunch of holes. <laughs> right. It could be. <laughs> but like, I think that's harder with a camera. It needs to have a lens. Oh, I thought you were talking about the earpiece. <laughs> well, yeah, but they're both but yes, there. The, camera, the, the earpiece and the camera are both in the notch. So you got to at least have yes. the camera there. Unless you're just making them like the ones on the... Some of them, like the Pixel or the Samsung ones, have like just the screen entirely surrounds the camera, uh, which also looks weird. I don't know. There's really no winning there. Did I ever tell you about the time that I tried to scratch off the microphone on my MacBook Pro? <laughs> no. Because you just thought it, it looked was like a, a dot. dot. I yeah. thought there was something on... <laughs> On the MacBook Pro. Why is anybody scratching at it for a couple of minutes? Then I was like, oh, that's the microphone. Lex Lex can't figure out where the speakers are. John tried to scratch off his microphone. Why does anybody listen to our show about technology? We are are professional Apple This is increasingly becoming a show about three old men. We're like, well, you find a speaker? I couldn't find it. (laughs) Most of our listeners tune in for our stellar Mac Mini repair advice, is my belief. Mm-hmm. I told you, destroy it, and it's now. It's gonna, yeah. It's oh no, it's gonna get really good. You guys just wait. Almost there, yeah. Because it's, you know, I mean, this is a refurb unit, so there was already something wrong with it. Right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> you're you're a leg up on me, John. It could just be that it was returned, John. There's a chance. Yeah, I know. Like an open box model. I have had very very good luck with re- re- refurb stuff. The, the one time I got care on a refurb unit, it it came and it had a bad. This was years ago. Had a bad and motivator. It came and it had a bad airport card, and uh, so we sent it back and they replaced it and they they um it came back and it worked fine for you know she had that that unit it was a, I think it was an iBook she had that for years but she to this day. <laughs> Every time I mention refurb, she's like, oh, they don't work. <laughs> that had one, you had one problem and they fixed it immediately. Yeah, I mean, that's, I always look at the refurbs because they're always cheaper and they have right. at least as good an initial warranty. warranty. So why not? Yeah. Right. Like I, yeah. if something is because broken, Dan, they, because Dan, they don't work. That's true. That's fair. <laughs> I hadn't really considered that option. <laughs> guess that's a possibility i'm waiting yeah. for some uh these new macbook airs to go on sale because then you know maybe i'll think about it i i noticed uh an article saying that the um the the mac pros are now on refresh. yeah that's true <laughs> up to I four thousand dollars off four thousand oh off what yeah figure? i off think the, the price the lowest cost i think i saw i saw was like in the five thousand range for like the the low end yeah. model. Yeah, I'm sure that, yeah, the $4,000 off, you know, off, yeah. off the $60,000 configuration or whatever. You it just is. get the, for that, you just get the case, the chassis. You certainly don't get any wheels. That's no, God, no. That's expensive. Wheels are not cheap, my friend. <laughs> Did any of you see uh, Apple's ad that they put out during this? The speech? creativity one? Yeah. Yeah, I did see that. It was good. Not really. <laughs> it was was it an ad? I mean, I guess it's an ad, but it's also felt like, you know, it's very Apple and it's like, we're not actually trying to sell you anything. We're just making yeah. you want things. Yeah. Yeah. Reminding I, you that we exist and that you should send us, you know, your money. <laughs> right. Continue to spend with us. We are, I don't know. I, I get depressed. <laughs> That's it. That's the show. I get depressed um, whenever I'm seeing That's any ads that are, are catered to this time. Like literally, like watching some TiVo show. Maybe it was the season, the series finale of Modern Family, and an ad comes on that was like, you know, in these difficult times. Yeah, yeah. And it's like an ad for 
fast food chains or like, you know, I, it was, it was a restaurant, but it was like, I, it was one of the, like the regular quick service restaurants. And they were like, you don't have to have any contact with us. Oh, it was pizza. Hut. That's what it was. And they're like, <laughs> we'll make your pizza in our highly sanitized environment and we'll leave your pizza outside your house. So you don't have to touch us at all. And I was like, this feels very dystopian and this is making me sad. And I'm watching TV to be amused. And the Apple ad, well, you're I was watching like, commercial TV. So that's your problem. It's true. And I li- there's literally a button on my TV remote to skip the commercial break. But like it goes from Modern Family to Smack Cut to Pizza Hut in these difficult times. I'm like, where is this ad going? <laughs> and, and so I had to watch it, which is what they were going for, I guess. But man, I just I saw some tweet in the past 24 hours. I want to see how dark this Pizza Hut ad gets. <laughs> but it was like, we can't put cheese in our crust anymore. <laughs> every ad from every major brand that's like in these difficult times or, you know, while we're in this, you know, they all are just saying, don't forget to keep spending money with us. Which is all, I just find it all fucked up and I hate it all. Anyway, don't forget to buy uh, Sound Source. Grandpa, Grandpa may have died of COVID-19, but he would want you to have a pizza. Yeah. In these difficult times... Don't forget that your friends at The Rebound are here for you. Except we're not really friends. Please buy our sponsors. <laughs> During these troubled it's times. MacAudio.com slash rebound. Please, please send Paul Kafasa some money. Wait a second. I mean, so he can send us money, right? Not just yeah. so he can well, have yeah, yeah. money. No, I mean, the, I'm not. That's, listen, the, that's the circle of life, Dan. This is not altruism Dan, we get paid either way. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell the listeners that. They'll all abandon us. No, but we don't want Paul to. Does anybody need a suit? (laughs) (laughs) That's the show. I'm late for another thing. Oh, fine. fine. Dan hates when we do short shows, but Dan, that's what people want these days. Is it? I They're don't, not commuting. True. Nobody no. wants to listen to us.